Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV show. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown. If you're looking for me on Twitter and Instagram. Absolutely. I am Spike Lou on them same social sites. Get at your boy. Just know God did. <laughs> <laughs> According to Cali, he absolutely did. Um, I, I, would, I didn't think a phrase would have beat another one, but he beat it. Yeah, God he, did. He done, he done, man, listen, I done heard that a thousand times over Facts. the last 72 hours. Facts. How was your um, weekend, man? Yeah. Uh, I can't complain, man. Uh, shit, chilled out. Got my got my Jackie Joyner Kersey, my Carl Lewis on. Chilled out. You ran 5,000. You ran from Nebraska to, to, to California, but you chilled out. How'd you get into the 5K? How'd that come about? Man, shout out to my gym. The gym I've been at for about a year now. They wanted uh-huh. to do something in the city, and they linked up with uh, the county clerk, commissioner, I don't know, somebody yeah. and, uh, who has an annual 5K. So That's they were fire. like, man, we want to pull up to their deep. I was like, hell yeah, I'll fuck with it. What, did you have any doubt in your mind at any point that you was you was going to get to the end of it? Or were you uh, training? Because you've been training. Were you training for that? No, no, no. I've just been working out regular. No, gotcha. no, like endurance training or nothing crazy like that. Yeah. And trust me, shout out my guy Lock. My guy Lock hit me up. He said, "Man, you ran the whole thing, nigga. Fuck no, nigga." <laughs> and that's what three. It's like three miles, three point two. It's a miles. little over three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell no. Just nigga. running and jogging. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. Nice and you're gonna speed good, walk man. some too, nigga. At, yeah. at certain points, depending on how your conditioning is. I you finished though. That's the bottom line. Exactly. I, I nice didn't job. stop. Let me say nice that. Nice job. Good shit. Good shit, man. For that sure. was dope as hell. I got some golfing over the weekend. Let me tell you the dope thing about golf before we get to our list for the weekend, man. For sure. I was out there at the range, and when you one of the black dudes came up to me, he's like, How long you been playing, young blood? Young blood is hilarious, that's, first of yeah, all. For sure. And nigga had he had the 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 Nicholas Cage car off when they were stealing the cars and shit. The drop on in sixty seconds and some beautiful ass old car looked like he built with his hands. Yep. But uh, he came up to me and was giving me some pointers and shit. Now it's pretty dope. He said he was self taught. He taught himself. There was another nigga out there with uh, he had some TSU socks on. So I asked him, I was "Like you from the city? Yeah, I like you from the city." He's like, "Yeah." So he told me that he went to TSU and he teaches golf around the corner from me at the high school. And it's hilarious in that scenario when I approached him, he was all proper and shit. Then he realized that I was from Nashville too. The nigga started straight Nashville. Yeah, you know what I mean, man, like this. It was so funny because he was prim and proper as hell at first, but then he realized I was from the city for real. That shit changed. It was just hilarious. But getting to meet some brothers out there playing golf balls has been super fun, man. Hopefully I can get some free lessons from the golf coach, man. So I'm getting that golf game up. Because you need it. Absolutely. Um, what we got this week, AB? I've seen clips. You need it. Uh, East. <laughs> hey, no, nah, man. Action Pack episode, dog. Um, it's a new documentary out. Little Baby Joint on Amazon Prime. We're definitely talking about that. More QC news. Offset versus P. We're going to talk about that as well. And of course, we got to review DJ Khaled's, what, 30th album? Guy did. If you, In case you've been under a rock, that's the name of it. Um, we'll get to that also. But first, and most importantly, because we're going to touch on this guy did, but in one particular way, Jay-Z was featured on the title track guy did along with Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. Very simple question. It warrants its own conversation. Did Jay-Z drop the verse of the year? 
this not only warrants its own conversation, we're going to go ahead and spoil it. Next week, we're doing our top five whole verses. This is this warrants a whole show topic. For sure. Absolutely. Hove came not to play on this verse. I said it in the group chat. I was all ready to type out the Wayne verse. Man, Wayne killed this. I know because I, I didn't think Hove was going to come like he came on this. I thought Wayne giving you a classic Wayne verse with the bars and and just the metaphors that like I I just didn't feel like that whole was that engaged at this point in time. But boy, was I fucking wrong. <laughs> and Hove got on there and he did what Hove does, and it was fucking amazing to people like you and me. But immediately, and what fascinated me was the wide range of perceptions from age groups, because you and I. Hove is like he rapping to us. This is yeah, he no is doubt. for our age group. No doubt. I reached out to some guys younger than me. Shout out my guy Nikki Ducey, my guy Maurice Hunt, who's a listener of the show. Maurice responded, he's a Hove hater. And they don't, he's a hater. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Okay. I know it's, it's sad. I know. Yeah, that's that's I hate to hear he that. He responded and he said, Yeah, it's cool. Jay-Z always does that. Okay. That's right. fair. Knew that time. Nick responded and he was like, yeah, that's an all right verse, but you niggas is gassing it. That's Cal. Like, yeah, okay. It's crazy. Cal. It's yeah. crazy. Now, these, keep in mind, these guys aren't even 30 yet. Okay. They'll be 30 this year. So I reached out to Chris Platt, who's a little bit more versatile, listen out to a little bit more music. I said, Chris Platt, this is the most insane answer. Oh. Did you listen to that whole verse? And he immediately responded with yes, period. Did you hear that J.I.D.? Oh, my God. Right? Like, you got to mention J.I.D. to me in the midst of Picasso painting the fucking <laughs> Mona Lisa. I was mad. I, I blocked Chris Platt for two hours. I blocked him for two hours. It's my guy. I love him to death. With blocked him. Got him out of there. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh. But I, I'd say that to say my OG to put me on to Hove, though. He's about two to three years older than me. He hit me up yesterday. He was like, bro, I can't believe I'm pissed at you. I can't believe that you didn't call me and let me know that Hove put some shit out like this. I don't be on the stream and shit. Like, I can't believe you let this whole verse sit around for four days without notifying me. Mm. That amazed me, though, just the wide. And of course, us in the group chat, we all loved it. We're all of for the sure. same probably age group. But it just amazed me how the younger guys kind of view Hove and try to dismiss it. And then the appeal that we have and the older guys also as well what i would say to that though is just like if you're looking at the mona lisa that you th don't think is the most beautiful painting in the world that's fair yeah, yeah, yeah or you looking at um listening to beethoven symphony and you may not get it to think that it's a, a the work of art that it is but the fact of the matter is the genius speaks for itself you ain't gotta like it like yeah, I, that that's what the whole thing that i seen people going back and forth with like well i don't i don't think it's this that and the third you don't gotta like it but you gotta respect it it's like kobe hitting 60 on his last game bro like greatness has to be respected that's Absolutely. what that verse said to me no i, I agree and the, the short answer to this question is yes yes <laughs> listen so, and i i get it there's there's a large number of people out there who consider jay the goat he can't do any wrong. Anytime he pops out for a cameo, it's an A++, five stars. There's people out there, there's Jay-Z apologists, there's Hove sexuals. I get it, dude. And people look at them <laughs> like, man, y'all are gassing everything he always does. 
this instance, they may be right in some instances. This ain't one of them, though. This verse is incredible. And, and what I mean by that is <laughs> there's so much in it. And I, I get it. Like, Jay, Jay is the best at, and he's always been able to do this, having his fingerprint on what's really going on, especially in his life. He doesn't do a lot of stunting. He doesn't do a lot of that type of shit. He speaks specifically on what he has going on, where he came from and where he's at. And that has changed over the years, the more he's grown and gotten more successful. So we're seeing it unfold in our eyes. And that gap is getting wider and wider because he's told us beans would have made millions. This person would have made millions if they weren't there. That has turned into how many billionaires have come from Hove. Like that's turned into that, dude. Like that. <laughs> We're seeing it in front of our eyes. And he's always I'm, a, been I'm a businessman, not exactly. a businessman. Started with that. That's where it started. That's like where it said. started. And every now and then he's been tapping in with these. And one of the spectacular things, in my opinion, about this, as I just get a text from Chris Platt, he says the 40 and up crowd need to relax. He said it's still J. Cole on the Benny, Johnny P's caddy. Okay. Which is, I, I mean, that's respectable. I get he it. murdered that too, though. He, he did. That. That's, that's a hell of a verse. But here's the difference. Can't nobody go in there and say, and, and rap is, is about flexing. So there ain't one other person that could say how many billionaires that, that I birth. read. Like you were just, you were just saying this, yeah. the stuff that Hove is saying, like, this is actual facts. Nigga, I did this. I yeah. thought it, I lived it. I'm rapping it. I ain't have to take nobody else perspective. I ain't rapping through another nigga eyes. And when my homeboy was this, all me it starts and it ends right here and i think that some people don't consider that when they taking like when you bursting this in like yeah, yeah that shit with j cole that's fire you absolutely right it's cool but jay-z can do that yeah and, and hey, cole can't do what jay-z do and it'd be true that's a fact you know i'm saying so. I, I, listen I, I do think it was verse of the year. I think it's, I think the hype is warranted. I saw the crowd out there that's trying their hardest to say that Wayne verse was better. Let's stop. Mm -hmm. Let's stop the madness. It was a good Wayne verse right there. Though. Yeah, no, no, there's nothing wrong that with that Wayne, Wayne verse. Wayne. If anything, Ross has the forgettable verse. Like, let's that be was clear. A, let's play with that was a good Ross verse too. Man, bro, it was a forget. It's just no faults of his own. See, okay. That's now forgettable. I, I blame Khaled for this. And I, if I was Ross, because Ross is an MC's MC, I was just talking to somebody about this. I would have been high to Cali and it would have been a phone call. Because you can't hit me up, nigga, and be like, oh, nigga, this finna be the one. Or actually, you can't hit me up and be like, I'll throw a little something on here. You know, I'm going to get like Wayne to do his thing on there because I'm sure this J-verse came last. Probably. And if I'm Ross and I hear this and you got me with an eight and a bridge... And this nigga just came and did a title wave and I'm a rapper's rapper. I ain't saying that I'm better than Ho, but I at least want to, I want to put some shots up, nigga. For sure. Yeah, I would have been pretty pissed about that if I was Ross. But this isn't the Why first time that, this ain't the first time that Walt, that Ross has had a forgettable verse on a big record because he, his verse on State Scheming is a complete afterthought because mm. that's Drake's song now. But I guess it is something to be said for Ross too for, like he get that call though. Like He's that's in a the position call. for sure. You know what I'm saying? That call go to Rick Ross because he he does well on the songs. Once yeah. you go back and listen, it ain't like memorable. It just so happened that niggas showed up and showed out. They add like legends showed up and showed yeah. out on the songs. That's all it happened to be. I, but I, I will not. say this though. Um, I think that have we have we done a Jay Z favorite verses episode? I know we got I, stupid amounts in the can. We I got think some. We 
I don't know if we've done that. I think we've ranked it, we've rated the albums. I don't think if we've done I can't our remember. Verses. Somebody let us know, man. Have we done a favorite yeah. Jay-Z verses? I, we look. haven't. We're doing that next week. The top Back. five Jay-Z verses. Let me ask you one last thing. If let's say you get those vocals, and instead of that, what's the nigga name? Friday? This on there? Yeah, whoever that was singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if you Drake and you get the the, the whole verse? And Khaled, like, bro, I just want you to lace the hook. Just take a listen to this, and I just want you to lace the hook. Would you do that? Yeah, of course. Really? Yeah, if I'm Drake. You, but you, I you could hear Jay-Z do that if you Drake and just do the hook. Yeah. That's crazy. But I thought I thought that guy did a good job, although oh, I could have heard. I ain't saying um, he didn't, yeah. It was somebody else I could have heard, like Giveon. I, I probably could have heard on there. But then I like John Legend part at the end, too. The song is fire, by the way. I, I like the whole record, though. Song is good. Callie did his thing. The whole record is great. Ross did what he could. I feel like he may have got. He may have been the first one finished. I mean, and there, that, there's and a that probably played against him. There's always somebody has to get the short end of the stick, bro. The control verse was the same way. Nobody gives a damn about Big Sean or Jay Electronica verse on there, right? Like, it, it happens that way. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. Dope verse by Hove, man. I can't believe the younger crowd, man. Y'all get better. If it went over your head, it's okay. It's okay. Like I pro- let's, let's normalize things going over your head and being okay with it, dude. And respecting his greatness and be like, hey, it just ain't for me. Like, you ain't got to think that. Mona Lisa beautiful. You ain't got to think that. But you can't That's knock true. it either because it's a reason that it's in that position. For sure. That being said, people are, speaking of people in positions, man, Amazon Prime, brand new doc from Lil Baby. Was it called My Time? Was it like title something from the album? Untrapped. Yep. Uh, this dropped on Friday, I want to say, Thursday or Friday night. A.B., I got to sit down and look at it over the weekend. How about you? And was it worth the watch if you did? Yeah, I did. I did check it out. Um, this is the second documentary by him. The Preacher Man was the first one came out on YouTube, which was also pretty dope as well. Um, this one was good. I, I did enjoy this one. I like seeing, I'm always here for a rags to riches story. Um, that's, you know, that's a layup. It's low hanging fruit. If you, if that doesn't motivate you or if that doesn't like hit you in any type of way, then I, I really don't know what to tell you, but this one works. And I, and I liked showing his, um, I, first of all, I love that people re- record everything. So the show where he's out there and it ain't really that many people, the early, early studio sessions, all of that shit is so dope that everything is documented so that we're able to tell these stories. That was the first thing that kind of jumped out to me. And then also it gives you like a quick history lesson, bro. Like I, I completely forgot about that. My dogs being the one that kind of got him in the door, so to speak. And um, I also like that it showed the relationship between him and Marlo and, and rest in peace, Marlo, but being a cautionary tale of how easily things can go in one way or they can go the other. You know what I mean? Just depending on different circumstances and things of that nature, because we show a lot of the people winning and making it big and we, and being uber successful, but we know that's the minority. Unfortunately, more people end up a little bit closer to like a Marlowe situation than they do a little baby. Um, so I, I like that they show kind of the, the juxtaposition of those two. Um, as well, but it was it was a pretty solid put together documentary. I do think QC's documentary on jewelry that they did with Migos and a couple of other people, I think that was done stylistically better. But mm-hmm. um, this one was still good, and I would recommend it, bro. What you think? I liked it. I thought it was a good documentary. Um, I'm a big baby fan. Um, as far as we've talked about it numerous times on him when we first saw him in that Breakfast Club interview, it was on there. The one that we first mentioned it and started speaking about him. 
was it one of those interviews or is he one of those artists for you? Like if this was someone else, would you have watched it first week? Cause you watched the Jewish world and the six nine doc. So you are more like, you like those. Would you have watched this if it wasn't little baby? Let's say it was a B list artist. Uh, I mean, it depends. Cause I, I don't even necessarily have to be into the artist. Like I don't listen right. to six, nine music, but I watched the doc. I don't listen to juice word music, but I watched it. But then again, you have somebody like DMX and I watch that, you know what I mean? So it's just, I try to consume as much as I have time for, you know what I mean? Just to, especially if it's somebody I'm not uber familiar with. Right. I just, that, that's why I ask. Cause I'm biased. I'm not watching it if I don't fuck with him. So I, I fuck with baby. I, I hit play on this Friday as soon as I got to the crib. Mm-hmm. Um, just to get some more information to see how he came up. And it's funny that if we hadn't seen this happen, like if we didn't watch it, if this wasn't a nigga that wasn't as popular as he was, I would have looked at this and be like, man, they gassing this nigga, man. Like, hey, like they gassing this nigga up. Like For sure. 15 with million. Like, I don't know about that, but he happened to be in Atlanta around the time that he was blowing up. I can remember people talking about him. I can remember seeing the kid in the crowd with all the rappers and shit and then looking back and it being him. So I do remember this shit. So like you said, it is dope to go back and see people talk about this and then hear like it, it's never been like smut on his name or he ain't from this or that. Like the, the guy on there that impressed me the most was the guy, the writer, the historian who said he went to do the story with little baby and he, phrased it perfectly he was like it was the perfect storm where little baby was the new generation of atlanta i'm telling you how niggas is talking now like jeezy ti future those niggas may have done their thing and they they very relevant and superstars but there was a gap in what atlanta was like now and little baby came through and i feel like that's why he was so successful dude hit that shit nailed it that was caught on the head and i think young thug was very like impressive in his recalling of i stamped this too and p so like everybody all had good stuff to say about him it wasn't a slow moment in enough a little baby and i appreciate that the only takeaway that i had that may have been negative is i kind of felt like it was early to be doing this like you say he got the one on youtube maybe it could have took another album or two but it's the sign of the times that we in like music ain't the forefront no more because you remember we didn't get something like this from hove until black album yeah this this is my retirement album nigga he doing this after my first album yeah so i look i definitely look forward to seeing how much more they build on this because cole has been successful with it but again he didn't start till like his fourth or fifth album with these type of documentaries and the following so i hope that it makes more people gravitate to him because they did have a segment where you know people talk about they don't get it and shit obviously that's changed and i look forward to more shit from him and i like the doc it was dope yeah, yeah, because I mean, this is replacing the vlog. Mm-hmm. Niggas used to have vlogs, part one, part two, part day in the yes. life. So this, this is kind of replacing that. But I, I do agree with you. And this is why I can't put it over something like the XXX or the um, or the Juice World, because and this is obviously unfortunate, but their chapters have all but closed for obvious reasons. So there's a beginning, a middle and an end. He's maybe not even hit his prime yet. So there's more story to tell. So it's not as captivating as those, because unfortunately those are tragedies, um, which can be, uh, again, we know how it's a train wreck. Everybody stops and watches. We know how that is. It's just something about it that's more captivating. That doesn't necessarily make it better or worse. I'm just saying that it doesn't hit the same as this, because he's got so much story to tell. Still, it was good, though. Uh, Maybe a little premature, but it was good.
Yeah, I agree. It was really good. I appreciated it 100%. Um, speaking of QC, hey, man, everything isn't sunshine and rainbows over at QC, according to Offset. He's got a new lawsuit um, uh, aiming at QC. P has taken offense to this lawsuit through a sub or two on Twitter that has now been deleted. Um, of course, uh, your man Offset clapped back at the sub, so did Cardi B, she came to her man's defense. It's a lot going on over there right now, and he's not even featured in any of the Migos shit right now. It's just unk and few. It ain't even offset being included. How do you see this playing out, man? Get your crystal ball out. I mean, if I had to make a projection, I would project that they are going to go their separate ways. Damn. And the reasons being because Offset got a powerful wife. He got a solo career that he's interested in doing. I, I don't see I, the bridges that they've burnt with each other. Like, they family. I ain't saying that these niggas hate each other. It's right. going to be no beef. But just it looks like that he's trying to do a lot more with his career than be the, one of the members of the Migos. Sure. I think that he wants to stand on his own two feet, which should be a respectable thing from Pete or the Migos or the guys over at QC, especially off of seeing a baby doc. And I do feel like that the Migos kind of took a backseat to little baby once he got to rolling. No doubt. And if Offset has an issue with that, my problem here would be, and I praise P on here all the time, would be with P. Like, bro, if you don't want my name on your shit and you bought your way out and like you using the leverage of your wife being powerful in this industry to try to get out of your deal, then go, bro. Like, I don't want you. You don't want to be here. I don't want you here. I ain't even got, I, I'm making money. So I could feel if they weren't successful, it was a situation like we talking about uh, your boy that got Meg. Yeah. Like, I, I ain't really got too many other successful music acts. Yeah. But if I'm P, not even, if even if I have to take a loss, and I, it's, I'm speaking for another nigga money I know it, that's easy for me to say. Right. However, I do feel like the perception and the importance of what QC stands for, the, what they built when they talk about loyalty, I believe that shit. So it don't look like that shit is true now. If you going back and forth with Cardi, you got a little slick Instagram shit with you and little baby Kiki and Kaka. Like, he's supposed to be the nigga that's over that. Yeah. I ain't like, I ain't got nothing to do. I don't wish you nothing but success, homie. You want out your deals? You don't want my name on your shit? Cool. Let's take the legal paperwork way about it. And you going about your business and I go about mine. I ain't got to go back and forth with you. I was disappointed in seeing that. And I do feel like Offset probably looks at it the same way. And that's why I don't think that there will be reconciliation with this. What about you? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, the Migos have sued or filed lawsuits against QC before. And then that got mm -hmm. washed under and nothing happened. And they, they're back making music. I, I I feel like this can happen too. Um, I thought the I thought the little baby video. I thought that was whack. I ain't gonna lie. I thought that was corny. Um, you don't do that at your big age, man. Yeah, that, not, it, not at your boss level. You're yeah, that's that's not a boss a move. Yeah. I, I get the I get the um, I, I get the, the feeling of wanting to do something like that, man. But like, bro, that was that was, was kind of lame. And we all know that these niggas not tight like that. Like, baby, not tight with Offset and Migos like that. And that's okay. But it's about the paper, bro. So like the the making niggas choose sides and the, the divide and conquer tactics. That's, that's kind of some slaw and make your label look bad. With that being said though, the, the whole thing is that offset is wanting to do solo material. He allegedly has paid his way out of his contract in order to do solo material. But then when he started dropping these solo records, P and QC 
would not give him control of those records. That's where all this is coming from. If you've noticed, he's dropped a solo record for the last three weeks in a row. Um, and they've actually been pretty good. The lawsuit stuff is overshadowing that, which is kind of sad. But uh, the records have actually been solid. Y'all check them out if y'all haven't. I do think this will get uh, reconciled. Um, Pete even said it, man. Y'all saw the last lawsuit. Where, what happened to that? Nothing exactly. This will be the same thing. I lean toward that. Nothing has been said that can't be undone. Um, the 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 mudslinging has been light. Um, I did think it was interesting though that Offset went on Twitter to respond to P and said, "Man, nigga, I ain't talked to you in two years, bro." So why, you know, what I'm saying like, what what are we talking about? That's concerning. <laughs> that, yes, that let people know that it may not be what it looks like or what the perception is of how QC is being ran and how they're supposed to be a family and all, whatever the case may be. Although we all know, I know, you know, everybody knows that everybody is not meant to get along, dude. Like, I don't, you can be on the same label. You can work at the same job, nigga, you, whatever the case may be. That don't mean nigga, you BFFs with your label mates, dude. It's not realistic. I don't think, I don't know if anybody was expecting that, but if you were, you're probably disappointed right now. <laughs> you're probably Facts. confused as fuck at what's going on. Facts. Let me ask you this. Cause he said something interesting and we like, well, I ain't talked to you in two years. So P is the boss. Is how? it his responsibility? Huh? How about, I was about to say, how is that possible? Dude? That's fine. Now nah, that's what I was about to say. Is it his responsibility to, to read, to, to, to make sure that he's talked to offset within those two years? 100%. Like what if he been hitting him up and he just like, he, offset could be being petty just so he could say this. Like, what if he's been hitting him up and I'm sending the nigga straight to voicemail? Like, how many, how how often are you going to do that as the boss? Like, I got 30 artists. I got a lot of people over here sure. that I'm trying to pay attention to you. I'm not going to keep calling you for six months. You ain't answered the phone. You got some kind of passive aggressive energy because you don't like what's going on over here with baby and won't say nothing. How long do you let that go on if you pee before you like, look, bro, like, let's figure this out you can get the fuck on away from me my nigga <laughs> I, I i find it hard to believe that they ain't spoken two years number That's one crazy number two i get it you're a busy person you're a boss you got 30 artists that's what you signed up for um two years ago the pandemic was quarantine like at least check on niggas mentals bro <laughs> see how niggas is doing Man. or something like nigga christmas card nigga something like do something like i that is interesting and number one, at least have a fucking QC brunch once a year, nigga, when y'all are all in the same room. That's fine. At minimum, something of that nature. So that's interesting. I don't, it's, it's hard to tell, bro. I, I can't really speak. I, I, I don't want to speculate in that Offset is doing them dirty or nigga leaving them on red, hitting the, hitting the voicemail, sending them a voicemail. I don't want to speculate. I have no idea. But I just I do think it's strange that he hasn't talked to them in two years. Because then I would want to know what his role is in their career. Then, if that's okay, they've dropped the album since then. Like, what are you? What is he doing then? It's hard to believe that these things are issues when everybody's getting money. It's yeah. hard to believe it, man. Unless it's niggas not getting believe. money like we think. That's even harder to believe. <laughs> I would be even more flabbergasted <laughs> if that were the case. Like, I ain't even gonna lie to you. I don't think that these niggas is billionaires and nothing, but right, right, not, right. I think that they well off. So if everybody well off, it's hard to believe that niggas is like, man, he hanging with that nigga more than me, man. Like, that shit is fucking crazy to me. That's human nature, bro. Yeah, it is. It definitely is, man. Speaking of human nature and getting out of here, 
your man's DJ Academics was on your other man's show, DJ Plan, <laughs> talking about a so-called cleansing, and I'm doing air quotes here, of hip-hop. He said with the upcoming Rico cases coming that we are about to see a big change in the trajectory of where hip-hop is going. No more gang gang shit. Mm. Is this a fair statement, A.B., or is DJ Academics hating? No, I think this is a legitimate theory. Mm. Uh, he, he's he's given a theory of what he thinks will happen, and I'm actually not mad at this. I don't I don't think he's that off. Um, we've seen what happened with the Rico charges with Six Nine and company. We've seen what ha- or we're about to see what's what's going to happen with Casanova. Um, Casanova, man. Huh? Casanova got sentenced. No, nah, his homeboy did. Oh, his co-defendant did. Oh, he got life. Yeah, his co-defendant got life. He got a ridiculous number. Um, and so we're obviously all sitting and waiting to see what happens with Young Thug, Lucci, all of them, Gunner, all of them. It's hip-hop. There's a, there's a spotlight on hip-hop right now for the wrong reason. We talked about it before going on in New York with the drill movement. The crime in Atlanta is crazy. Chicago been what it's been. Quando uh, Ronda was just in LA in Beverly Hills and got shot at. How more time? How many more times do you think stuff like that is going to happen around places like Beverly Hills or in Chicago in the shopping district where FBG Duck got shot? How many more times do you think that's going to happen before niggas go, man, I was going to go to LA, but never mind though. Like, fuck that. Or artists are like, nah, I ain't going to LA. They're they doing way too much. And you start losing out on money in the area. How long before you think that? That's why old girl doing that shit down here, but it's always money related. Let's be very clear. Fanny Willis. Fanny Willis, the DA down here. Fulton County. Everything leads to money. Let's be very clear. Buckhead is not what Buckhead used to be from what I've been told. We've only been down here for a decade. Yeah. It's not that anymore. And a lot of people are tying it into these gangs who are then allegedly tied into rap movements. And so if that's where it's coming from, in order to get this shit back to where it used to be and to bring the money back to it, man, then they're going to pull out all the stops, dude. We just got the word about the indictment that she had teased 60 days ago. It's some rappers that we never heard, a rapper that we never heard of, a gang I'm not familiar with, 20-something more indictments coming down. She's obviously trying to move up the political ladder, but that's another story. Um, it, it, it's all about that. Let, let situations like the Quando Rondo thing happen and let an innocent white girl get shot in the process. He got shot at a gas station. They shot the truck up. Let something happen, whether it's something like that or some more money is being lost, where now big pop acts won't come to the city. And I'm telling you, we're going to see more Ricos left and right, bro. They're going to start pulling that card as they're already doing. They are. Absolutely. And you are going to see a switch. If people are smart, uh, because obviously, and this is probably going to be more controversial, the statement to say rappers are being targeted, in my opinion. And the reason that I would say that is you alluded to the Fannie Willis. She's a district attorney of Fulton County and YSL was arrested. They had the indictments, Young Thug, Gunner, very popular rappers. And that followed up with, oh, we got more coming for rappers. Right. And today you get, what's these niggas' name, man? Yeah, I, I don't even, I'm not even sure how to. Drug rich gang? Yeah. Niggas that I've never, I've never heard of these niggas. Yeah. I never heard of them, the fame, and I ain't knocking them at all. I right, just, right, I, right. I may not be abreast to what's going on out in the streets. They may be very popular from a street standpoint. 
However, yep. from a rap standpoint, I know they not. I, ain't, I know that I, I can promise you they not because I ain't never heard of them. Now, with that being said, I feel like people like the district attorney or like DJ academics who may not be as tapped in with the coaches he'd like to be when you're speaking from this perspective. I feel like rap is being manipulated in this standpoint. It ain't them this dangerous. Like these little niggas is not rappers. Like these niggas is gang members. Call them what they are. Like if you want to make your bones on the situation and not throw smut, I think rappers should start speaking up about it in my opinion. Like you're making what we do in our profession look bad when you say, oh, I'm indicting rappers and the rappers that you are indicting are young blood city gang from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Like or the famous rapper dies or isn't beef or like the dude they were talking about with the ops and these niggas got three songs on YouTube. For sure. Like these not rappers, bro. Like you're just saying that to make this look more sensational to make it pop a little bit more other than just some random nigga got shot. Some random niggas is robbing celebrities in Atlanta and they a gang. They caught like they not. It's crazy the way that they're manipulating it. And I hope that more rappers are starting to step up and they start circumventing those guys trying to use these lyrics or the dirt or the smut that it's throwing on what is a good genre and a good business for black men, essentially. Like I, I don't like how it's being, the waters are being muddy. You know, and, and because of that, he may have a point that the genres, because the, the genres in music, you might start getting different types of rappers mm -hmm. focusing on different shit, bro. Like, let a couple of these, let, let some more niggas get some football numbers, bro. Like, mm -hmm. niggas gonna think twice about Slaughter Gang and right? niggas gonna start thinking twice, bro. Like, yeah. unless you're just a square and that's just like you just taking on that image and you know that you got no street niggas behind you but can that work like we seen chance try that who like chance chance the rapper is like that he's probably the epitome of that right and that don't work well he's not a good musician okay so we've seen it work a thousand times bro you can be lupe this nigga was skateboard bro okay you're gonna see niggas skateboarding again. Like you, you know, your niggas gonna put the flags down and they gonna pick up the skate decks. Like, and they're gonna be niggas supreme to the floor and they're gonna be skateboarding and they click gonna be the supreme team. It's gonna be a rap click, but it's because they wearing the clothes, bro. Watch. So you think the street culture won't be the most popular aspect of like hip hop anymore? Like, cause that's what it is essentially, right? Street culture, people trying to be street hood. They think that's what's real. That's what gets praised. So you yep. think that that's going to die out, like being hood, being gangster, being a G, and yep. more so niggas will gravitate to being, oh, I'm a square, I'm a lame, I'm washed. You think that'll happen? Let let more, I, I think that lay, one, labels will stop signing people like this because mm -hmm. they're not going to put millions behind people that's going to turn around and get 28 years mm -hmm. uh, in two years, nigga, because they was really about what they say. They're going to start looking for ARs or whoever, if those even exist anymore, are going to start looking for more of the Lupe type or more of the Kid Cudi or more of the people that don't come with the baggage, air quote, of that street life. Watch. I'm, I'm telling you that's going to happen. Let, let a couple of these happen. Let a couple of these cases, let, let Young Thug do something ridiculous, like get some ridiculous shit. This nigga got a billion streams on, on Spotify and it won't matter, nigga, if she throw the book at this nigga. You know what I'm saying? It won't matter at that point. Yeah. And they not finna invest all that money into that shit, dude. Let them start losing some money. <laughs> hey, let what that bottom that? line get hit. Again, it's all about the paper. Let the I label's be... bottom line get hit. Let the city's bottom line get hit. And that, that shit finna stop, bro. It's going, the table's gonna turn. I'd be interested to see where that takes rap or hip hop, though, because 
It ain't always been gangster shit that's been number one, bro. Not a gangster, but what hip hop is essentially is is a reporting of the streets. Like you're telling what's going on because like it's not reported or covered anywhere else in the mainstream. You don't get many movies about black inner city. You don't have many TV shows. It's not pop culture. It wasn't until we made it that. So what essentially you got all of that information from was rappers. And it wasn't like you said, it wasn't always niggas that was doing it like right. Young Thug or allegedly right, or, or, or Jeezy allegedly or anybody like that. It wasn't always that. It was just a nigga who could articulate it well. We seen it in Snowfall. Like the little nigga that was rapping about Franklin and those niggas. Like, so you, like you're saying, what happens to those little niggas? Are they going to stop rapping? Like, are people going to stop rapping about the streets? What do you mean? Like Kendrick? That's what like I'd be Kendrick? interested to see. Like a perfect example. Like a yeah, Kendrick Lamar. He's not like, rapping no gang, bro. However, he's repping a neighborhood and he has to see niggas like Top Dog or niggas. You remember the little niggas that's dead in that noisy video that was his homeboy? He got to see that in order to be able to articulate it. Lupe was the same way, though. Right. The nigga that got Lupe CEO locked up right behind heroin. So I'm saying that they have to have some type of direct correlation to it. Some people do in order to rap about it so well. Now, Agreed. if I can't rap about it now because I'm scared the nigga that I'm rapping about or even myself is going to get locked up, what does that in turn do to the music? And, so. and plus, a lot of streets fund those exactly. careers. Yeah, and that's the reason that it's so glori- glorified. And yeah. I want to rap about that. That's where the money coming from. That's true, too. I don't know. It's, it's, that's a good it's conversation. A, it's a slippery slope, and it's a very interesting situation we're going to keep our eyes on. But trust me, that. Let let let's let some money fly out that window, dog. And that shit going they gonna switch that shit up real quick. Absolutely. Um, hey man, your man DJ Khaled. We teased it earlier. God did the, the, the catchphrase of the weekend. Uh, he is back with his latest project. Uh, we'll get straight to it, man. You know how we get down. Um, initial thoughts, highlights, lowlights. Then we'll give it a ranking or a rating. Excuse me. What is your um? What was your expectation going to this? I'm, I know neither one of us are just like, oh, should a yeah. Khaled album? Oh, fuck. Well, I'm not, yeah. I know we ain't on that. <laughs> but leading up to this, though, where was your interest level? And in at least like, oh, okay, a Khaled album. I like the promo. Mm. Khaled's promo can be annoying. We know, we know it can, and it can be effective. We he know can be annoying. Well. <laughs> yeah, he can be annoying. So <laughs> it's very, you, you just said slippery slope. It's, it's a very slippery slope with Khaled when he's prepping for an album on, are you going to be annoyed or are you going to be interested? And this one I was interested in the God did was he ran with it and him teasing, having the Jay-Z verse, the best Jay-Z verse. And just even us joking around with it in the uh, group chat with the title and God did thinking that it may be a gospel album. Like this is just a lot of stuff surrounding it. So as always, we know Khaled is going to put the talent together and he's going to have dope songs. It's always about does the concept work? Yeah. I, so going into this, the expectation was I do want to hear it because I'm interested in the God did. Like that, that was brilliant, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, so I was definitely looking forward to see what he did this time. And then the track list came out. It was great. It was good. Excuse me. It was good. It wasn't games trackless or nothing like that, but it was good. So I was definitely expecting based off what I saw and what I know Khaled to be. What about you? Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not going to act like I don't listen to the Khaled projects when they come out. This is not the first one that we've reviewed. He, he is a big figure in the culture, whether you like him or not, 
This is his 12th catchphrase that he's come up with that was catchy. And he, he has a way of promoting himself or whatever it is that he's marketing in an effective manner, dude, whether that does get on your nerves or whether you think it's funny, right. one or the other. Um, this is his 13th album. He has not taken more than two years off since his first album in 06. So the Khaled fatigue, I can understand if you have that. I get it. Um, I'm always interested to see how he is able to put his body of work together and whether one of these days he can actually show what it is that he does and what makes him different from someone else that has a Rolodex full of artists like this. Like you want people, you want to be able to be like, okay, I see how, why Khaled is Khaled and that another person couldn't do this exact same thing just because they got rich friends and a deep Rolodex. Um, when I first listened to it, get into the initial reaction, this one, I thought stood out a little bit more to me. Once I finally got past the whole verse, it took me an hour to get past that. Let's be clear. Um, but once I finally got past that, this one was probably one of his more cohesive projects. Big major part in because of the theme. I felt like the theme was in and out of here more often than his previous ones, which worked in its favor. Um, we talked, we joked about this earlier. He's clearly riding that gospel rap wave from Kanye that he's kind of set off with the whole Donda projects. Great Jack, yeah. Jack ball, Jay. Easy. The gospel like, easy rap. call. He's, he's riding that wave. But I think it works in this instance. Um, again, I, I think we talked about, uh, I think we like the Kiss the Ring was one of the probably the better Khaled projects. The, the rest right. are kind of just like, nigga, they're interchangeable. This one, in my opinion, stood out a little more than I remember, especially with the last one. The, la the one last year was Low Key Slaw. Um, he had the big record with Dirk and Lil Baby. I uh, scratched Lord. a million off my checklist a year ago. That shit went crazy. But other than that, it was a whole bunch of cheat code samples. And the they were all- Wild Thoughts with some Slaw too. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. I ain't like that. I ain't really like that one either. So he's been dropping a whole lot of mid lately. In my opinion, this one is a, a stronger pack coming from him because of the uh, continuity with the themes and shit, man. It, it, it felt a little more produced. Um, which, what, did, what did you think when you listened to it? That's a good word, produced. It did feel a little bit more cohesive is what I was going to go with. It was more like a, sometimes it can be like a, a mosh posh of just like different shit. But this one, it did feel like the God did theme was throughout the verses, throughout the tracks, throughout the hooks. Like it was a constant theme and not just, oh, I called a nigga up and he gave me a verse. Hove yep. set it off, like you said in the beginning, took me forever to get past that. But as I got through there, 21 Savage showing his ass on the album, everything that he did, then you get to them slow down stuff and you have her on there and you got like, Sizzle. Just a lot, excuse me, scissor. Yep. Just a lot of different varieties that mixed well. So yep. I was at the end of it more so surprised than anything because I'm usually walking away with okay, a couple songs is cool, but this one sounded better together, like you said, as far as all the songs and the mixing in and out of different tempos and uh beats per minute. I would Cause, say because you 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 wanna you want Look, man, I get it. Khaled, he's on his 13th album. Like, it's, that's a lot of records, dude. Like, I get it. Everything can't be this deep, uh, good kid, mad city concept. You, you can't do that every time and have 14 albums, dude. Like, it's, it, that's not how it works. I get it. Sometimes you just want, you want the big dog arena record, and then you can fill in the rest. I, I understand. 
This one, he kind of showed a little bit of what he's actually capable of. You see the clips of him gassing niggas in the studio or having a vision. I feel like this is more of a complete vision. Like, like they're not just records. Even look at the Juice World record. He's he's quoting Khaled. He references Khaled in several times in the song, so it sounds like it was made for him. Yes, right. You you know what I'm saying? The the Migos joint. They say God did in the hook. It sounds like it was made for this project. Like that. More of that works for me. Let's pray with Don Tolliver and Travis Scott. The, the, like you said, the 21 Savage record, he references some religious themes in there, in and out. I was like, okay, it, it kind of reminded me to a lesser extent because this other project is way better, but it reminded me of Black Panther and what Kendrick did with that. Like, nigga, he, you could tell he cultivated that. Like, this isn't on that level, but I'm saying at least you're like, oh, okay, he brought something to the table and made something with purpose behind it. And, and that's the vibe I got with this. I agree with you 100%. It's like this time it wasn't, oh, I'm doing a verse for Khaled. It wasn't, oh, Khaled called me, here go a Khaled verse. It's I'm doing a verse for that God did. Exactly. Similar to what we were saying about Donda. Like yep. it wasn't, oh, I'm going to do a verse for Kanye. It was like, he's doing this record and it's Donda. It's about his mom. Yep. It should be this type of flow. So, yeah, that is a very, very good point because it was cohesive in that way. And again, like we said, kind of took the blueprint from that Donda record because I remember us sitting here and saying the exact same thing about that. It was like, my nigga, when you get this call and, hey, we working on this, don't come in here talking about the ops and your bitch that you can't fuck no more and all this shit that every other You don't want to hear that, bro. Like, it's a theme. So that was dope, and I do think that he was very good at pulling that off this time and, and, and it, it shows some intention and it, it you're not just mailing it in bro like that yeah, i ain't just using my phone numbers like and, and and then niggas just didn't throw you something that they had left over on the hard drive well with the you can tell you this gospel was from donda you could tell that um Thanks. i i know, I know that they you got the picture with him and dre and that's allegedly where this session came from so other than that even though it does fit the theme still um for the most part, it sounds like these things were crafted specifically for this project. What what kind of stood out to you? What's a couple of joints you rock with? Of course, God did. Uh, love that whole, yep. I even think Ross and Wayne got off, but we've talked about that already big time. I'd like. Oh um, yeah, Future and Baby, that's hard. Future yeah. and Baby, definitely. I like the Quavo and Takeoff record. That's like, banging. I, yeah, with the, with the Eddie Murphy flip. <laughs> like, and it fits, it, like, again, it fits the record. Um, I also like Nardo Wick. I ain't a big Nardo Wick fan, but that one stood out to me. Okay. And one of my favorites, Way Past Luck, 21 Savage, that's probably my favorite song on here. And from a bar perspective, not even songs, like the whole, like the interlude leading into the Jada Kiss, like that was hard too. Even though we remembered that, it made me go look at that verses first of all. <laughs> I had to go at least get to that point to when Jada Kiss was talking this shit. But yeah. that's kind of like also what this album was too. Like that yeah. was a moment in hip hop time. Like from what Kiss was saying, it's like God body. The nigga, I was possessed in that. Like I was going in on them. That kind of perfectly fit as a random, almost freestyle, but going exactly with the theme of the album as far as a little takeout from the verses. So that was fire as well. Those were the things that stood out to me the most. What track stood out to you? Yeah, as a as a Migos fan that I am, I love the Quavo and Take Off record. I thought that shit was banging. I like I just that's right up their alley. I wish Offset was on it, honestly. Mm. Um <laughs> it just that, that would have made too much sense. 
And real quick, before I get to the other two records that I like, did you peep uh, the VMAs, Khaled and Offset were presenting together? And I no, thought that I was, <laughs> I thought that Man. was interesting. Number one, because Offset is not on this project, That's but but Quavo and Takeoff are. I just, I wonder what they talked about backstage. You know, one of the interesting things speaking to that is not like normal when a group split, like one person would be the outcast. Like he right. got Cardi, like they can't, people can't just box him out because nah. his wife is a megastar. So you can't be like, oh, he ain't part of the group no more. We don't fuck with him. It so don't like, that's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. For sure. Um, I spoke on Let Us, Let's Pray. I, Don Tolliver's Undefeated in my book. I rock with that. And I like the um. I thought the Lotto's joint was fun. Like I like with the with the Mr. Cheeks pause, which is the slowest. First of all, let's be clear. The one of the slowest rap names in history is Mr. Cheeks. Let's be very clear about. They need to change his rap name to Mr. Pauls. Mr. Pauls, Jesus. That that was one of the few cheat code samples because that was already he had that that was already a hit back in the day or whatever the case may be but i thought it worked lotto did her thing the city girls they they was okay but lotto snapped on there um and then i even thought the drake and baby record worked better as a b-side than it than it did as a single i was gonna say the same thing i was glad that i didn't run and listen to that when it came out because it was still kind of more fresh to me when i listened to this so as i'm playing the album it's come on i'm it works because I only listen to it like once or twice, but yeah. it plays very well in the scheme of this album. I agree it shouldn't have been a single. It should have just been nah, a piece. Nah, I should have been just on here, right? One hundred percent. What didn't work? When we talk about stuff that didn't work, you guys are a lot higher on Don Tolliver than I am. I didn't like that song. That I didn't cold. like the Let's Pray with the Travis Scott. I'm over that sound. I think that maybe it. Um, to use the gospel, it kind of sounded like you said it was from Donda, so that wasn't really it for yeah. me and that's it yep. like i mean i get what i get the fam we good with gonna i actually kind of like that so and i'm I mad at that bills paid yeah so yeah, those two are really the main two that i did not fuck with yeah use this gospel is yeah well, i mean like it's it's okay I, I like kanye on the hook but m that he wasn't talking about nothing on there and real low-key dre might be washed Dr. Dre? We might have it might be time for that discussion. Stop, I'm gonna be I'm gonna come clean, bro. bro. That was a Dr. Dre beat? Where yeah. you, where you what which one? That that uses gospel is a Dr. Dre beat. Oh wow. He might be washed. You gotta you gotta point to something else for me to even consider. Give, give me give me the give me the fire Dr. Dre song in the last 15 years. Beat. What what Dr. Dre song has there been? That's my point. <laughs> I mean, he has some he has some shit on the on the on the Grand Theft Auto soundtrack, nigga. Wherever the no fuck one that's heard. at. No one heard that. No one heard it. That don't even count. Dre might be washed, bro. I don't a, know if you can say that though. I think that's kind of like the youngest telling us that that Jay Z verse was just okay. Now that's just a lie. That's what that I is. mean, like you saying that, like it ain't. I, I feel like Dr. Dre is one of those niggas. Like, who's gonna call him and get a beat from? Him at this point, what did I? I can't like keep even saying. in the last five years. Like, no, I, I don't even know whose call he's accepting. Yeah, like, it ain't know, gonna be man. Kendrick. That nigga ain't rapping. M, I ain't giving M no beats no more. Damn, I'm not even answering game calls. Who am I giving the Dr. Dre beat to, bro? I don't know. Penny yeah. and uh, fucking Conway. Those the niggas. They'll take the it. Nigga, the nigga that's beefing with Freddie Gibbs online with that. Right. That's who getting Dr. Dre beat. That's why. So I feel 
if I'm Dr. Dre, I would respond to you and say, well, shit, I mean, ain't no snoops and pox running around, motherfucker. Man, that's, a, that's an excuse. Had a, mm-hmm. Hey, do the, do the, what if, what if future was on a Dre beat? That would be banging. You see what I'm saying? Like, try something like, he hasn't made a fire beat in a long time, bro. Uh, like, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. He's still a but, legend. See, icon, I got to think the future. I got to think the future wouldn't even know that that would be bang. I feel like future would be like, Dr. Dre, he washed. That's what I'm I saying. Like that Future sound, like that. that sound might be washed, is what I'm saying. Mm, I don't know. I don't think I so. Washed. I think with the right oil, I think J. Cole could freak a, a Dr. Dre beat. Man. I don't know how it would sound, but I just think That's that would good. work. <laughs> hey, good luck with that. But no, that the that song really didn't do nothing for me. And then the the Drake intro, I thought what I thought was gonna be a solo record killed me. Huge. That was a little <laughs> killed me. I'm like, ain't this a bitch? It was a little bullshit intro. So those was the two that kind of like, yeah, I don't know about that. But other than that, man, I thought the project was fire. Um, uh, it's a cheat code because there's multiple artists and all that kind of shit. So I'm going to give it three and a half. I'm going to say it's definitely banging. Um, it's one of the better Khaled projects. If that's saying a lot or not, that's not for me to really discuss. But I put it up there with, with you know what I'm saying, some of the better joints, man. Like specifically, the uh, I think the Kiss the Ring was fire. And maybe that major key, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's up there with his best. His I best think it work. was a suffering from success. Suffering from success was good. You're right. It's around that time. It's around that level. Thanks. Yeah, I, I agree. Three and a half reels for me as well. It's banging. Uh, Chico, a lot of artists on here. So you can't just go full-fledged five right. mics with, with the talent that he has and what you would expect that to be. But he did his thing. It does fit a lot better cohesively than other albums have. You can tell he put the time into it. I appreciate it. The God did marketing, and that's going to have some legs to it. So three and a half, it did, the whole rollout, everything was really done well by Khaled and someone who can really wear out their welcome fairly quickly. Yep. He hasn't done so with this, and I appreciate it. He's hey, made man. this a moment. Like he's got people talking about Jay-Z having the verse of top Jay-Z verse ever. So he done his job. Like when Khaled come out and drop an album, it's supposed to be a moment attached to when he did that. A hundred percent, man. Y'all let us know what y'all think, dude. Was this Khaled a, a bag of mid or is it one of his better projects? What did you think? Was it trash? Let us know in the comments, youtube.com slash on deck TV. We got some wins or some losses coming up. First up, is this a win or a loss for making a stallion? Being cast in the uh, Marvel She-Hulk TV series, dog. What WRL? I'm gonna be politically correct and say this is a W. Okay. <laughs> I ain't gonna get into. I'm not gonna get into the Rock situation here. And and, and man, is that She-Hulk good? Nah, it's okay. Meg it's will just make it, a, make it a lot better as She-Hulk. Uh, listen, if I wasn't going to continue watching, I am now. Uh, <laughs> Just to see her cameo, I'm gonna come clean. So that's a W. I say that, man. That's always that's a good look, though. Be tapped in with Marvel. Ti was Facts. tapped in for a minute in the Ant Man joint. So it's not many rappers in Marvel movies. So Facts. There's that. Um, win or loss? You spoke to this earlier. Gibbs and Benny, the Butcher, continue to beef on the internet, throwing insults left and right. These are both two grown ass men. Is this a win mm. or a loss? It's a big L. Big L. It may be funny for some people to enjoy. Um, and I also think that we've grown past age where you got to worry about people getting hurt from this. I don't think that that's going to happen. Either. It's already it's, happened. <laughs> well, yeah, Freddie Gibbs got hurt. You would think he would have learned his lesson. However, it's lame. Like y'all niggas is old. Y'all old niggas. Like, let the young niggas do the op shit and the beef. Like take that. Sh- like rap, rap. 
How about that, nigga? Stop. Get off Instagram and throwing jokes. Let's hear who got the hardest bars. I would much so rather hear that. Like the the pictures was funny though. The pictures of Benny without the haircut was funny, and that was the funny. Freddie Gibbs pictures was funny. I did not know Freddie Gibbs dated a porn star. Yeah, no, me neither. That takes some nuts. Pause. Yeah, um, <laughs> more ways than one. It's lame. It's lame. What do you think? No, this is funny. As long as it's funny, it's a it's a W. Um, because the the him with it, the picture with Benny the Butcher with his hair grown out. That's nuts. When he said, "Get the barber, nigga," the barber coming, nigga. That shit was funny, dude. Like, I'm sorry, it was funny. So it, the, I'm here for the it, the bro. social media war. But you're right, a diss record would go way for because we need that right about now. Like, niggas ain't had no big nice diss it. war since yeah. Meek and Drake off the top of my head. So we're due for that. Facts. Like a, just a surprise nigga overnight. Nigga, I just slid this shit to, who is it? K-Slay or whoever the nigga that dropped Rest the bombs. Rest in peace, K-Slay, man. Fun oh, facts, shit. probably. <laughs> yeah, I just slid this shit to Flex. He the only nigga that got it. He playing it four, five times. Like one of them. Like, yeah, that's that'd what be dope. to happen from this. Fuck these pictures and shit. That'd be dope, man. One more win or loss, man. Birdman. He's got a new artist on Cash Money. It's a guy by the name of NBA Youngboy. Signed him to a big dog $60 million contract, allegedly. WRL, man, for Birdman. <laughs> this is a joke in itself happening on the wins or losses because of Birdman's history. Um, I'm assuming that Bird that, that, that NBA Youngboy knows Birdman's history. I don't want Birdman coming up here asking me, do I know him? So... I'm just gonna say this is a W, man. Somebody getting sixty million dollars. I don't know NBA young boy gonna get, get it, but somebody getting six, somebody sixty million dollars richer. Might be slim. Yeah, oh, slim getting sixty million. And this is a W, man. Birdman finds a way, bro, to reinvent himself. What if he like built bro. a whole new cash money with like bro. young boy and like three or four more popping niggas, bro? Something <laughs> has to be said about a nigga who the information is out there. Yeah. Bro, it ain't no secret. People know what happened to Juvenile and Manny Fresh. It makes you think that there's more to the story with those people because every generation he'll come through with a young thug and a little Wayne will yep. resign with him and now an NBA young boy. Something there's, there's something to be said about that, dude. Nah, I don't impressive. know what, but it's something to be said about it. We've tried to bury him several times, and then nigga would not go nigga, away. I got to get yeah. to him. That nigga is Jason. Nigga, Jason Voorhees of hip hop for real, nigga. Jesus, man. shout out to Birdman, though, man. That's a fact, man. On Decker of the Week, we're going to YouTube. Shout out to a couple of comments, man. First up, Mr. Abney. He said, another dope episode. Appreciate Straight to the you. point. Appreciate that, man. Thank you, Mr. Abney. Um, shout out to uh, D-Dub. He said, hey, man, dope pod. Appreciate that. He said he got to put on for us, man. Legacy, uh -huh. the true story of the Lakers. Mm. That's on Apple TV, I believe, right? I believe so. He said I it's fire, man. Three episodes in, he said it's popping. I'll check that out. I'm here for a good documentary. I watched uh, The Captain with Derek Jeter, so I'll, I'll check that out. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. One more. Uh, Hendrix Loco, he said, I agree 100% on the sci-high take. He is way too talented to be this quiet. Um, again, this was the hip hop stocks buy or sell episode we did last week. Check that out if you missed it. Appreciate that, Hendrix Loco. 100%. We need Sahai out here in these streets. We don't know what's going on either. We're just as confused. We need some good fall weather music from it, man. It's his time to shine. Absolutely, man. Give me something to put on, man. Put on it this week, man. I did a lot of potting last week, so I'm going to toot my own horn here. 
Uh, you catch me over there with Dead and Hip Hop. They did the quarterback ratings on a Monday. I also and Aaron Rodgers was one. He was one. Uh, excuse me. The quarterback ratings coming up. We did head coaches actually, oh, okay. so I can leave Aaron Rodgers off the list. Oh. <laughs> uh, but did some sports podding over there with those guys. Also did some reviews on the new House of Dragon and Kanan episode three, and then another week in the books every Friday for you. So if you don't get enough here at the On Deck TV show with me and my man AB, check your boy Spike Lou out across all your favorite pack platforms. Absolutely Easy for me to say. What's your put on this week, sir? <laughs> Hey, man, I know a lot of people are talking about the whole verse and Khaled and, and all of that stuff. He's going to take the numbers for this weekend. But another project dropped, and I think a lot of people are sleeping on. Um, it dropped the week before. I say J.I.D. No. No. <laughs> Not the J.I.D. I'm going to listen to it. I haven't really listened to it like I wanted to, but I'm going to check it out, though. Respectfully. I'm going to check it out. He can rap. Um, I'm him- yeah, I'm hating, by the way. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> it came out last Friday, man. Larry June, Spaceships on the Blade. This is one of dude's best pieces of work, dude. This mug is banging, sir. Like this is this up there with like orange print, adjust to the game. Like this might be like his top three or four project. That motherfucker is banging. So check out Larry June, man. If you if you into it, West Coast laid back, fly shit, spaceships on the blade. I am banging that shit right now. It is a heavy rotation. Yeah, that Larry June is banging. You're right about that. Um, hey man, appreciate you guys tapping in as always. Uh, youtube.com slash on deck TV. Leave a comment or a like, we appreciate that. Um, follow us on IG as well at on deck TV show. What else you got for us, man? Before we get out here, that is it. We appreciate you guys tapping in and continuously tapping in and supporting what we do. We out, yes, sir.